Welcome to Uncommon Intuition, a podcast for those seeking to go beyond the mundane and find their magic. Join us as we explore spiritual topics and discover new ways to slow down, refocus, and live intuitively. Hello! It's the end of January and sticking with the theme of January about looking back and looking ahead. I want to look back on my very first podcast of this year and how I did the yearly card spread. And the card for January that came out was life experience and how you're going to have new revelations and new experiences. And it's going to kind of shift and change how you view things and how you approach things moving forward. I don't know about you, but in January, I definitely felt like I was preparing for something, but I didn't necessarily have a plan. I was just taking it step by step and discovering new things along the way and then adjusting my course accordingly. I can definitely say with last week's episode, I had this beautiful video all made and put together, but when I went to upload it, it just was too big of a file. And I didn't think at the time to perhaps maybe split it into two parts so that I could still upload the video. And instead I went ahead and I posted the audio, but that was kind of a pivotal moment for me. I did try something new with the video podcasting and I enjoyed it for the most part, but it is a lot more work. And it was actually causing me some frustration on the back end of things. And I decided that I think moving forward, I'm just going to stick with audio for now. The majority of my listeners are actually on Apple podcast anyways, and right now they don't support video. So in order to see the video, you would have to listen on Spotify. So I had to really take inventory of, is this adding to my life or is it taking away? And honestly, last week was a big eye opener because it was taking away. I had to take away time from my family to finish out this video podcast, editing and everything. I was up until like midnight trying to get it to go. And you can only imagine how defeated I was when it wouldn't upload. I was so heartbroken, but I decided to go with the audio, like I said, and um, that's given me some time to to change the course, so to speak, and say, listen, I love that avenue, but I'm really not in a place right now to be doing the most. I'm doing this as a hobby, and it is something that I certainly enjoy, but it needs to be easy for me. And the easiest way, obviously, is audio. So here I am rambling to you before we get started with today's episode. wrapping up our January energetic elements series. And today we're going to be talking about the root chakra. The root chakra is the first chakra in the body's energy system. It is located at the base of your spine. And this chakra develops from birth to the age of seven. This explains why the root chakra's focus is on the primitive functions of life, such as eating, sleeping, having shelter and security. This chakra is all about self-preservation and identity. So when this chakra is balanced, the person will display common sense, trust, passion, self-confidence, financial stability, proper nutrition, and generally speaking, they will feel grounded. 
The associated body parts with this chakra are the coccyx, anus, large intestine, adrenal glands, back, legs, feet, and bones. These areas will indicate an out-of-balance root chakra by having the following symptoms, hemorrhoids, constipation, arthritis, lower back pain, weight issues, chronic fatigue, foot spurs, poverty, recklessness, clumsiness, insecurities, and sleep disorders. The sensory function of this chakra is smell. So a nice way to ease into working on your root chakra is to use some aromas, do some cloves, rosemary, cypress, and cedar. A couple episodes ago, I was talking about Bach flowers and how they can help the heart chakra, but I never really explained what Bach flowers are. So Bach flowers are tinctures made out of water, sometimes brandy, and always with wild plant extracts. My episode on plant magic explained how plants have their own energetic properties, which can be used for healing purposes. So for my green witches and my naturopathic homies, you can make a tincture of clematis, rock rose, or sweet chestnuts. Bach flower tinctures are used with a little dropper that you place a drop under your tongue or in a glass of water, and then you would ingest it. Now for my friends who enjoy working with crystals, you could use ruby, hematite, or garnet. Ruby promotes positive dreams and offers protection over your home, possessions, and family. It also increases the chi in your body. So beware my highly sensitive people as this crystal can make you hyper. Hematite helps with shyness, self-esteem, and survival, as well as increasing willpower and dependability and instilling confidence. This is one of my favorite stones as an empath because it does a good job of blocking other people's energies from disrupting your personal energy. Garnet cleanses and re-energizes the chakras. It revitalizes, purifies, and balances energy, and it brings serenity and passion. The root chakra's symbol is a square. So according to sacred geometry, a square symbolizes stability, the fixed nature of matter, strong foundations, and order. The element that's associated with the root chakra is earth. So go barefoot, get your toes in the mud, sand, or grass. Basically, get those little piggies physically connected to the earth to help balance that root chakra. Now, if you feel that all of this was a bit much and you just want to go the lazy route, eat some protein, soy or nuts, and add a little bit of ginger to your drink or your dessert or your entree. My focus is on making this as practical and accessible for you to easily participate in creating your own magic. Sprinkling some ginger, smelling some rosemary, drawing a square, heck, even wearing the color red can switch up the vibration of your root chakra. So wear a bold red lip, pop on those red Crocs, look at the color red, and set your intentions and you are good to go. Now, if I were to give you some homework, I would simply ask you to ponder on these next two questions or statements. I feel safe and secure when, and I protect myself by, 
If you think on those two things, you'll really get a grasp of what that root chakra is needing or what you need to do to strengthen your root chakra. So if you're feeling safe and secure when you're doing a particular thing, that means your root chakra is really comfortable and well-balanced when it's in that state. Now, when you say, I protect myself by, whether this is creating boundaries or wearing that hematite, whatever it is, that is saying what you need more of for your root chakra. Of course, your girl is not going to leave you hanging. I do have an incantation, a spell, a poem, a prayer, whatever you want to call it. I have a little something for you that you can say or write down that can help with this root chakra alignment. As the sun rises, I call in the divine light to keep me safe, whether I roam or stay here. I inhale trust and I exhale fear. My body will take care of me and I will let it be. My confidence grows from my head to my toes. I am grounded and I am composed. I am stable. I do not have to strive to thrive. I am well able. So mote it be. As I wind down January, I'm really thinking about what my intentions were. I said at the beginning, like I wanted to give myself more grace. I wanted to trust myself. I wanted to fully inhabit my body. I wanted to be more adventurous and I wanted to be more magical. I think the podcast has helped me with some of these things. I definitely feel more magical. I'm getting my crystals out. I'm making these little incantations. I've done some energy healing. I've even been back on TikTok live. Like I definitely feel like I've incorporated magic back into my life. Uh, I kind of failed on the adventurous part because I homegirl did not leave her house. I did not go anywhere. I did not do anything. <laughs> there was no adventure to be had. Um, I do feel like I can trust myself because I'm following through with what I say I'm going to do and I'm doing it, which I'm not always so great at. I usually am a really bad procrastinator, but for whatever reason, I am following through and I'm excited about that. I have offered myself a lot more grace than what I have in the past. I'm not so much good on offering other people grace right now. Right now, I'm kind of holding grudges, <laughs> to be honest. So, but hey, that wasn't on my list of to-dos. The list was focused on me and what I was going to do for me. So, you know, I still, I, I'm still qualified, right? Um, and as far as like fully inhabiting my body, I tried something new, y'all. I never believed those people that were like, oh, I love to run. I love to exercise. It just gives me so much adrenaline. I get so high. It's like a dopamine hit. Like whatever, you liar. <laughs> That's how I always thought about those people. But listen, listen, y'all. I got on the trend. I got me a mini stepper. I got me a hula hoop that was weighted. And I do it maybe five minutes, one or the other, maybe three times a week, if that. And let me tell you, I can tell a difference on the days that I actually do those because my anxiety, my mental stability, I feel like improves when I move my body. There's something about that mind-body connection that is happening through that little bit of exercise that I'm doing. So for me, for me, it's working for me. Um, and I'm excited about that. 
you know, on January 21st, we had our new moon. We're now in the waxing moon phase. And it was all about setting intentions. And now we're taking actions on those intentions. And I have to say, like moving into February, I think my intention is going to be forgiveness. Now hold pause for a second. Because I'm learning about forgiveness. I've always heard like forgiveness is more for you than it is for the other person, blah, blah, blah. Which I get. I totally get that. It frees up your energy. But this little snippet that I just read today. Ooh, you got me, Team Christy. You got me on this one. The process of forgiveness helps us take control of our emotions and stop having them control us. By golly. By doing this, we can free up ourselves of negative thoughts and feelings about others and ourselves and awaken our understanding to unconditional love. Ew. Ew. (laughs) No, it's good though. And it's true. Like that forgiveness piece. I told you I was holding some grudges and I feel like, yeah, I need to forgive Maybe not necessarily forget, but I do need to forgive. I do need to extend that grace to others and then, you know, turn that back on myself, forgive myself for not being so uh, gracious in the beginning. So that's what I'm going to carry on with me into February. I'm going to have that kind of forgiveness theme for myself. Now, I do wonder if the collective is still going to be dealing what they've dealt with in January. A lot of people have come to me in January and said, Chrissy, I don't know what's going on with me, but I have been like reorganizing my life. If it doesn't function, if it isn't serving a purpose, if it isn't doing what I need to do, things that, you know, were in the back of my mind that were small aggravations, I've taken care of them. Whether it was a door that was broke and wasn't working properly, or whether it was something in the closet that you wanted to get rid of for years but never could. Like, a lot of people have been like purging in January and making sure that whatever they're taking with them into the future is functional. It serves a purpose. It is not an agitation. It brings joy to their life. And I'm kind of wondering how that energy is going to carry over into February for the collective. Um, If now we've done the purge, is February going to be something that we really kind of settle in and are contented Or is there going to be more action taken? I'm very curious about this collective energy that's kind of been humming along this year. Of course, I'm going to continue my series, bringing you the monthly overview, the energetic elements for each month. You can expect more of the same in February from me. Until then. Thanks for listening. I'd like for our paths to cross again, subscribe, or leave a review so that we can find each other again. Until next time.